Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to episode 103 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to give you three reasons why reading Christian biographies will help your spiritual life. Let's dive in. Now, before we get into the three reasons, I want to give you a quick announcement. I mentioned back in episode number 99 that I am taking a trip to Israel this August, and I am so excited about going. There's so many great, amazing things about going to Israel, and if you want to hear some of those, you can go back to episode number 99, or I have more information also in episode number 89, as well as 58. Well, I just want to let you know that if you are interested in joining me this August 2019 on this next upcoming Israel study tour, that you can save $100 if you register by February 25th. So that's less than two weeks away. So if you've just been pondering the idea or potentially interested in joining me and studying God's word in the land where it took place, well, I'd highly consider you to sign up before February 25th, and that way you can save $100 off the registration. Now, more information about the Israel trip and as well as the link to register, you can find all of that at deeperchristian.com forward slash Israel which always has the latest information on the next upcoming trip. Well, let's dive into the content. Again, I want to talk about three reasons why reading Christian biographies will help your spiritual life. Last week, I was in a meeting with a bunch of staff members, and one of my good friends and fellow co-workers, Leslie Ludi, just mentioned a book that she was reading, which was the biography of Lilius Trasher. And she was just kind of talking about the fact that the circumstances that we were in the middle of just reminded her of this book that she had just recently reread, And how it was just such an encouragement to her faith and just said, hey, just watch God's faithfulness through Lillian's life. And just, hey, God, if God could do it, then he can surely do it again now. And it was such a great edification for our team. So later that afternoon, I went on to Audible and downloaded the audio book so I could be listening to it on a recent trip. And, And so I've been working through her biography and I've been so deeply blessed and encouraged afresh. So with that in mind. I just began to think through, okay, what is the benefit of spiritual biographies? Why is it helpful to be reading Christian biographies? Now, my guess is we could probably come up with dozens of reasons why reading Christian biographies will like help and boost your spiritual life. 
But I just want to give you three quick ideas as an encouragement for you to be reading more Christian biographies. So number one, Christian biographies shows God's faithfulness in a variety of circumstances and situations and lives. I I love the fact that you can look at a variety of Christian biographies and you begin to notice that though God handled each person very differently, yet each biography reveals God's faithfulness and his trustworthiness. It's amazing to me that sometimes we get so lost in the midst of the trees of our own circumstance that we forget the forest as a whole. I mean, countless times as I've been reading or listening through Christian biographies, it comes to this climactic point where things are just, there's no hope left. What's, what are we going to do? And I typically just start to chuckle on the inside, just saying, just watch what God's going to do. Do you not trust God's faithfulness? Do you do not recognize that God is smack dab in the middle of this situation with you? That, that if he's brought you to this point, hey, you can trust him. But yet I forget that in my own life. So as I read Christian biographies over and over and over again, what begins to happen is I remember, oh, God is faithful, not just in this one circumstance, but he is always faithful and he remains to be faithful. He is the provider. He is Jehovah Jireh. He's the one who sees before the circumstance takes place and provides the solution. Now, yes, that often means that we have to go through the problem or the circumstance, but I am so deeply edified every time I read Christian biographies because it reminds my spiritual life that, Nathan, you can trust God and his faithfulness, that, that he has proven himself time and time and time again, all throughout scripture and all throughout Christian history. Another reason why reading Christian biographies helps our spiritual life is the fact that it just reminds us that we are not alone in our spiritual journeys down this narrow way of the cross. See, it's interesting that when we get in the midst of our circumstance and our situations, we often think we're the only ones who've ever faced these issues. And I love reading Christian biographies because it reminds me that these two were just people, that they weren't super Christians. They were people who were aggressively going after Jesus Christ, who had a deep passion and love for Jesus Christ, and God was willing to use these broken vessels. As Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, he writes, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. He's talking about the fact that here we are, a clay jar. In fact, the idea in the passage is that we are a cracked pot, that, that here we are a pot, but it has this crack in it. And Paul says, well, don't be discouraged by the crack Hey, rejoice, because what begins to happen is that the glory of God is able to be seen more clearly because there's a crack. If if I had a jar and I filled it with water, the water would begin to pour out of the crack. And Paul says, that's great, because if you are filled with Jesus, then what comes out of your life in the midst of weakness is Jesus. So as I read Christian biographies, I'm just reminded that these two are just earthen, clay, cracked pots that God was using for his purpose, his plan, his praise, and his glory. So again, the second reason why I just love reading Christian biographies is that it edifies me personally because as I'm journeying down this narrow way of the cross, I too am not the only one who have faced this trial or this circumstance or this temptation or this problem or this financial crisis or this family issue or whatever it may be. That God uses people like you and I 
to really bring about a greater glory of Jesus Christ, that, that we could be used for king and for kingdom for the praise of his glory. Well, a third reason why you should consider reading Christian biographies is that it's interesting that though we shouldn't copy or immolate the lives that we're reading, we can be deeply stirred or pressed or convicted or challenged by seeing others respond to Jesus. I love reading these stories and hearing about someone's obedience or seeing their example or how they have surrendered their all to Jesus Christ or how on a moment by moment basis, they were constantly responding to the life of Jesus within them via the Holy Spirit. One of the things that I struggle with as I read Christian biographies is that as I'm reading this story, I'm like, that's what I want. God, do that in my life. And I try to emulate or I wish I had their experience. And I have to keep reminding myself when I read Christian biographies that that God is not building me up to become, well, George Mueller or Andrew Murray or Hudson Taylor. That George Mueller was George Mueller and Andrew Murray was Andrew Murray and Hudson Taylor is is Hudson Taylor. And Nathan Johnson is going to be, well, Nathan Johnson. That even though I esteem aspects of their life and I esteem certain areas of what God did in and through them, that I have my own story and they have theirs. So there's always a wrestling match in me because I kind of want, oh, I want that experience or, oh, I wish God would do that in my life. But I have to remind myself that I can't compare what God did in this person's life to my personal life, that he has me on a specific journey and he's going to do certain things in my life that is going to look different perhaps than other people in Christian history. Now, his goal is still the same, that he wants me to become more like Jesus Christ, that he wants this deep sanctification of my life. He wants to make me holy and spotless and pure before him. And yet the way he's going to go about that and how he's going to be using my life for his purposes on this planet is going to be different. I live in a different time. I live with a different generation. And so how he's going to use my life may look different. So I can't just compare apples to apples when it comes to Christian biographies. And yet their stories can deeply encourage and edify my soul. I can be stirred by someone's obedience and it can remind me that I too must be obedient in all areas of my life unto Jesus Christ. That, that I can look at someone's example of givenness and I can be deeply stirred and edified and just say, God, I, I want to be used like that for this generation. And though it may look completely different, hey, I want to be edified and encouraged by these people. So remember, God is not building you to mimic someone else's story. Uh, for example, just really quickly, it's interesting that when I look at how George Mueller handled money and compare that with D.L. Moody, Those are two completely different philosophies, and yet God used them both. See, there's something about George Mueller that I highly esteem. Here's George Mueller, and as a young man, when he came to Christ, he had made the decision that that I am not going to ask for money. I'm not going to ask for a resource. I'm not going to let my needs be known to anybody. I'm going to trust in God's faithfulness and let God provide all that I need. And when I'm lacking finances, I'm just going to pray it in. And that is so great. That is so noble. And yet George Mueller was called to that, that that he was a picture in his generation of God's faithfulness, that, hey, we can trust in God's provision and just watch what he's going to do in and through my life and the ministry that that God has me in, 
So even while George Mueller was working with hundreds and sometimes thousands of orphans, he would never ask for a penny. Why? Because he trusted in God's provision. And story after story after story came about of just miraculous provision in the life of George Mueller. But yet that was very different than how D.L. Moody functioned. D.L. Moody had this idea that, well, hey, if, if you're a Christian, then you should be supporting the work that God is doing in and through my life. So when D.L. Moody would sit down with somebody for lunch, by the end of it, he would typically look at them and say, all right, pull out your checkbook and write me a check. Doesn't matter the amount, but God is calling you to give something to the work that he's doing in and through my life. And I, I'm kind of going, whoa, buddy, that's, that's pretty bold and brash. And you could say, well, that's not very spiritual because that's not George Mueller. Exactly. And yet both people were following and walking in obedience and response to Jesus Christ. So, so which one's more spiritual? Well, both. Because each man was called to the life that God was calling them to. So sometimes I look at George Mueller and say, oh, I, I, oh, I highly esteem that. So that must be what my life should look like. No, 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 no. God may call me at times to be more like D.L. Moody. And maybe if I have D.L. Moody propensities, maybe he would force me to be more George Mueller. But it's interesting, and maybe just as a fresh reminder, as you read Christian biographies, don't just mimic or expect that God's going to do the exact same things or call you to the exact same steps that somebody lived or their experiences or their location or whatever it may be. But I would highly encourage you to let their stories, as you begin to see God's faithfulness work through their life and as you see their obedience and their example, their surrender and response, let it deeply stir you and press you and convict you and challenge you and edify you and exhort you to live fully unto Jesus Christ. Well, no doubt there are dozens of more reasons why you should read Christian biographies and how that helps your spiritual life. Well, I hope those three simple ideas just gives you an encouragement to pick up a Christian biography and let God use that in your life to press you unto Jesus Christ and all that he is calling you specifically to be in your spiritual life. Well, if you're looking for a few Christian biography suggestions, I've given a list of some of my favorites in the show notes for this episode. You can see all of those at deeperchristian.com forward slash 103 for episode 103. And just as a fun side note, every month I give away free books. I love books, and it's just been one of the ways that God has sharpened and shaped my my spiritual life. So this month, I'm giving away your choice of a biography from the This and Now Christian series. Though they are written to young adults, I love this series because it's just a great overview of someone's life and they are just a quick read. So if you're interested in winning one of these seven books, and if you win, you can pick your choice out of any of that series, but you can sign up to win for this month's giveaway for February 2019 by going to the show notes for this episode and then just clicking on the information page for the book giveaway. Again, the show notes page is deeperchristian.com forward slash 103 for episode 103. Well, until next time, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.